Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hymanson. Ooh, we have a doozy of an episode for you guys today. <laughs> Speaking of they made how many of those? Did you know they made a second Splash movie? Also. Splash also. Yeah. T-O-O. <laughs> Splash 2. Yes, T-O-O. Such an awkward title. Uh, but we'll get into it. But first, we always like to hear from you guys each and every week. Eliz, where can people send us their love? Yeah, uh, this was a twofer pretty quick, so we need to know where to go next. Send us your suggestions to sequelrights at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. Wow, I forgot the list of social medias for a second there. Uh, and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we really appreciate it. Or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, yeah, it goes a long way. Thanks. Well, I don't know if you guys are ready for this movie we're about to talk about. Uh, we had to hunt it down. This one needed to be hunted down and found <laughs> by suspicious means because it is hard to watch for multiple reasons. And here we go. Yep. <laughs> Once there was a man, and he fell in love with a mermaid. He left his home, he left his brother, and he left his business to live happily ever after. But after a while, he sat on a rock. There's an ocean of love beyond the shore, beneath the wind. Beneath the waves, where we can dream our days away and swim with the fishes to the barrel Okay, you guys, you might be thinking, that did not really sound like a trailer. What was that? Well, you know what? That was the very start of the movie. And I thought, uh, you know, we could explain the ridiculousness of this start of the film, um, but I thought it would be better if everyone just heard it. You just gotta, I don't remember that at all. I only remember the like eighties song. What? You I don't, don't remember, remember the? You didn't see the storybook opening? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> that remember, ended... I had like uh, issues watching That's this right. on that incredibly reputable website. <laughs> um, right. But yes, I do remember the storybook. Yes. Uh, you know there there uh, there weren't that many. You know this was a TV movie for those of uh, those of you who uh, did not know about Splash Two. Um, and uh, so, yeah, there weren't really any good, uh, you know, trailers. There were a couple TV spots uh, and I did pull those as well because I think they're kind of funny sounding uh, and I'll play those for you quick if you want to hear them. Yeah. Here's the first one. On the next Disney Sunday movie. Herb? Yes, the world's most extraordinary couple has moved to the suburbs. Uh, do you like fish? Oh, yes, except for sailfish. I've never seen a more stuck up fish. The romance continues with an all new Splash 2 Sunday. Okay, that one was fairly normal. They choose some pretty random uh random things to uh clips from the movie, but I, this is my favorite, the second one. This is the th- so the movie was shown in two parts for whatever reason. So, I think you got like one Sunday, it was part 1, and I'm not sure exactly where they cut it, but then part 2 happens the next weekend. On the next Disney Sunday movie. Who wants to cut open his brain? Catch my dark shot. The conclusion of Splash 2. That'll be quite enough, my dear. Continues with an all new Splash 2 Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, you want to cut open his brain? <laughs> like, what is going? If you had, <laughs> if you hadn't seen the movie, you'd be like, huh? Yeah, it aired in two parts, which I on the one we watched, I found it impossible to tell where the break even was. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. I, I couldn't action, figure it out. But there were a couple I mean, commercial. It was breaks. so thrilling. If yeah. it, you know, you'd have to be on the edge of your seat having to wait for that second part. Yeah. Also, I, I couldn't pause it. Speaking of reputable, I should disclose that I'm employed by the Walt Disney Company uh, and my opinions do not represent anything. <laughs> Even myself. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but yeah, this was Wonderful World of Disney in two parts, but many, many years before the Love Bug movie that we watched. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and many years before they obviously put a lot more quality into it, like, you know, Brandy Cinderella or some of these later ones that everybody loves. But yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I feel like this movie, uh, you know, I was not expecting it to uh, fully continue on and be like an actual 
continuity sequel. Nope. Because, like, who wants to know what Tom Hanks is up to? <laughs> yeah, Bauer, well, like, that's, the, that's the thing of this. It's just like, okay, yeah, we can totally, like, it, most movies as the sequels, they will replace the characters uh, or recast them, and it's usually egregious. I think that this is... Um, <laughs> potentially the most egregious because it turns out Tom Hanks and John Candy leave some large shoes to fill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Daryl um, Hannah for that matter. <laughs> yes. It, it's um. everybody's it, gone. It's interesting because it's a very uh, there's one returning cast member. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. There's a very weird time in like sequel, you know, history because like they haven't gotten to the point yet where they're, like where they anthologize everything, you know, so they their only option is like, we got to bring everybody back. And they're like, well, that's definitely not going to happen for this movie. And so they're like, eh, all right, everyone's recast like the <laughs> the Lego sequel is not a thing yet. So it's kind of a. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, it was funny, like I was trying to think like, man, uh, what other like sequels have just been like, let's just completely re- recast everyone and not have it be some sort of thing where it's like. Oh, it's like the same characters, but totally different story. Like I found a list on, on Den of Geek um, written by Simon Brew that was like hit movie franchises that recast all the main roles at once. Well, uh, and they so, list stuff like X-Men, which I don't like agree with. We'll definitely get to our star, uh, Amy Yazbek here, but she yes. was also a part of the Problem Child series, which we yep. went over uh, way back when at the beginning of our podcast. But Problem Child 3 did do this. They yeah axed everybody and had all new people except for Gilbert Gottfried and um, <laughs> the old guy, the grandpa. Um, but Amy Yazbek famously uh, for us anyways, played the evil lady in the first problem child. And then the nice lady, nice lady in, in the second <laughs> problem child. <Yep. laughs> and it, it's so funny. Like I almost feel like someone, uh, I almost feel like someone from sequel rights went on there Amy Asbeck's Wikipedia page to like change her, you know, little bio. Cause it says, it says that she is best known for her role as Casey Chapel Davenport on the sitcom wings from 1994 to 1997. And for having played the mermaid Madison in the television film splash two in 1998. That's 1988. what she's most known for. And I was like, yeah, like no way this, that's what she's most yeah. known for. The two problem me? childs, uh, being married to John Ritter yeah. and like, like carrying ma- on his legacy with the charity. And yeah, <laughs> And I I always think of her in like Robin Hood Men in Tights as Maid Marion. Yeah, like, we have two Robin Hood Men in Tights alumnus from in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> so I was just like, that's weird. I don't know why they would say that. <laughs> she probably doesn't want to be known for this movie, but it wasn't me. I was not playing Wikipedia <laughs> games. Yeah. I don't even barely know how to update it. <laughs> um, God. Okay, so. Yes, we check in with them. Storybook thing that we played, but then they're just living like kind of aimlessly on an island. They're living with so many animals. There's animals. Right. So everywhere. instead of ending up in this massive underwater utopia metropolis, that yeah, this, what happened to that place? They're they're living above uh, above the water on an <laughs> island. Yeah, with she a, with a with a tortoise. She never really gets a chance to like live again as a mermaid. She still has to like right. live on land with this dude who <laughs> apparently refuses to get a tail. Although I don't know if he can get a tail. We haven't really, we haven't really, that hasn't been described, you know, but <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a sequel or a movie that just completely undoes everything so quickly. Immediately. Like in the first five minutes. And I'm just like, ah, eh, we can go back if we want to, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's been long enough. And, and and the whole point was that he didn't really care that much about any of those things, like the material right. possessions yeah. of the human world, as much as he cared about her. And but, his brother was an asshole. I don't even think they've been gone for that long, right? They what does he say? So, like the description says it's it's four years after the original movie. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a couple months, but anyways, he's like, yeah, I miss my brother now. I'm I, I miss my business, and like, okay, if you miss your brother, <laughs> yes, but there was no indication that he was gonna miss the business when yeah. he yeah. jumped into the water. Like he mentioned his brother. And she was like, no, you can't see him again. And he was like, well, oh, oh, well. But that was the only, like, qualm yep. he had. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, splash, the first splash movie we get, the high fantasy stuff, you have Tom Hanks, you have John Candy, you know, everything's running around. They're doing, there's a dinner with the president. And as you're going through all the elements that made that movie successful, you're like, you know what I wish we got more of? 
this grocery business that he was running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's bring that. Let's bring that back and put it front and center. You know, uh, yeah, you know, Alan. I know we've been living on this island now for four years, but you probably like miss your family and everything. But hey, guess what? I just happen to remember that I have this magic power where I can spin my finger in the water, and you can look at them anytime you want. <laughs> that's that's not even what she said. Mirror. She was like, "I had it." And then I lost it. Yeah. And now I have it again. <laughs> yeah. It was she like. Specifically mm. says that. Yeah. It's like, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like the beast's uh, magic mirror or whatever, but it's like in any body of water, including like a pot or a sink. Yeah. And I just love, I just love that that whole like checking in on his brother leads to this like, oh my God. Yeah. We got to go back and save the produce factory. Woo! <laughs> and she's like, if it means that much to you, let's go. Uh, you're like, what? What? <laughs> I was like, this, so wait, this movie's going to be about them saving the produce distribution? <laughs> well, company? no, what the movie is actually about is that they go home, and this was after Tom Hanks starred in the money pit. And so they go, okay, well, if we're getting a guy who's going to act like Tom Hanks and ostensibly be our Tom Hanks, and that movie was a hit, let's put him in a version of the money pit where, he at, where they have to make up a house. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's do that. Like, it was such a weird meta thing. I was like, why are like, why are they doing this? I like, thought, why is this happening? Yeah. Um, I was thinking during the movie too. like, uh, the, the film's title is so awkward. Like it should, it would have made more sense if it was like splash and marriage simulator too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's like the whole thing ends up being like, Oh gosh, ma- being married is hard. And being a human sucks, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, and we'll I- talk about it more, but what I came away with was that this really, like, weirdly felt like a backdoor pilot to me. Yeah. Like, it, oh, like it was going to set up the Splash TV sitcom with the wacky neighbor, and you got to, you know, cover her butt in the restaurant, and, you know, like, <laughs> all these, like, silly things, and just, but, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's um there's lots yeah. of yeah, there's lots of bad stuff in this movie. <laughs> well, and I guess back then they, you know, it didn't occur to them that physical media and streaming and all these things were going to be a thing. So they were like, let's just put whatever music we want in this cuz it's only going to show on TV one time or whatever. Yeah. So, what, yeah, what? they use like the literal original <laughs> Snow White Adriana Casalotti whistle while you work over the <laughs> the thing. And we know that, you know, if there's one thing we know about Alan Bauer is that he likes really old Disney songs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I wasn't surprised <laughs> that he would think of whistle while you work. I was surprised that it was the actual recording. I know. And when, not just him singing again. When this moment happened, I was like, does this count as a callback? Like, I yeah. guess. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. It's weird. It's weird. Very weird. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, that's got to be one of the ma- big reasons that it's not anywhere other than that it's awful. But oh, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I don't know. They, so what's this other song, Justin? Because I didn't look it up. This Oh, I, I didn't look it up either. The the opening song, which is just yeah. like, weird. Which plays like multiple times throughout yeah. the movie. They go back to it. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, it's just like this. Uh, I don't know what they were trying to do with this song. It's very strange. You'll hear it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You're talking about the. You're talking about the. We've got love song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the opening. Opening. Oh yeah. We. It's called We've Got Love, and it's an amazing duet. Um, that's supposed to recall uh the voices of uh, Amy Yazbek and not Tom Hanks singing together about their love. <laughs> uh. It's not actually them singing, but it's clearly supposed to be like We've Got Love and something and yeah yeah. Uh, you know, we just did the. <laughs> just did the amazing uh you know sequel grammys sequel grammys songs or whatever you want to call it um and i feel like you know maybe this could have been a contender in there because <laughs> it's pretty bad it's certainly no banana manana i'll tell you that <laughs> no 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 but it's you it's know. certainly no banana manana yeah oh man okay so it's just a cheesy like yeah that it's it, you know you mentioned the thing about this being a backdoor pilot and it has the sound of like this is the theme song for the tv show yeah yeah the 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 um when the credits roll well, there's a very cheesy montage to that song again with moments from the movie that really feels like a credit <laughs> sequence it's like here's all the 
things we've seen them do throughout the movie to this song and i'm like oh my god all it needs is like the names at the bottom like yeah We've got love splash too. Yeah. Um so Freddy, the brother, has not uh stopped trying to use the existence of his brother in order to get more business deals, even though his brother lives in the ocean. <laughs> That's correct. That's about right, yeah. <laughs> so we have to talk about this moment because I know you noticed it. I noticed it. We all noticed it. Freddie tells this businessman that his brother is like the white Bill Cosby because he is so wholesome and he lives out in the suburbs in a house and has a wife. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's not the best. But even putting aside everything we now know about Bill Cosby, I feel like this joke still doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, I don't know why if people were like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. Well, okay, so if he's talking about Bill Cosby, the comedian, then that makes no sense. If you're talking about Cosby show like, yeah, I'm sure that's Mr. Huxtable. It still doesn't make any sense because they lived in the city in like a brownstone (laughs) or something. Right. And had like five kids and we're like what a doctor and a lawyer or something like that not a grocery produce it doesn't make any <laughs> sense mermaid, it makes no yeah, sense. <laughs> yeah. So, i don't know it's bad. I, I didn't bad, get bad, that bad. joke either yeah it's um this movie has no fun oh well okay so all this is happening right and we haven't even and then like halfway through the movie actually that must have been where it broke because there, there's the money pit version of this movie and then we get to an aquarium yeah and then it's like <laughs> where free there's Willy. a whole other thing happening <laughs> yeah they decided to recast like e- eugene levy's character as well and make him evil weird al yankovic or something <laughs> don't insult weird al by comparing him to this no guy, i just okay? meant he looked kind of like him. <laughs> he has the look I didn't like this villain. I thought he was dumb and the whole thing and not is, funny oh, or yeah. scary. It's so dumb. He, he wanted to kill a dolphin uh, because he believed that he could give people telepathy I by guess? killing this dolphin, by killing this one specific dolphin. Yeah. Whose name is Salty. Salty course. the dolphin, which is such a dumb name. <laughs> Hashtag free salty. <laughs> free salty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't really that was yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they tried to they tried to like pull back in like the, the, the big, you know how we talked about last week uh how it came to this big like kind of like action movie chase ending in Splash. Yeah. And they tried to pull that in for this as well, but you know, the budget isn't there and also it's just like goofy. It's more good. Oh, they had yeah, to give him instead- a nerd hat. <laughs> instead they just drove trucks backstage at epcot and uh filmed it yeah and yep. made it look like a car chase which apparently <laughs> this is the first movie that was shot at the disney mgm studios yeah at mgm uh now disney hollywood studios um it's funny because the the aquarium uh the the living seas of new jersey or whatever they call it <laughs> the aquarium at epcot is called the living seas and so when they showed the outside and then when they went i was like i'm pretty sure that this is like actually epcot even though i never went there when it was like this i've only been there since they rethemed it to finding nemo but when they were in the little like ride i was like i'm pretty sure that has to be epcot um and that the makes tube sense with the scuba person in oh, there oh yeah and so i looked it up and um i found an article on d23 about movies that have been filmed at the parks and that that this was one of them and it did say it was the first one filmed at mgm slash hollywood studios and um <laughs> there's a quote from i think a production designer or someone um that was interviewed for the article saying like yeah they used uh the living seas as an aquarium in the movie for this big gala and you can't tell it's not like there's no disney stuff at all you can't even tell it's epcot only a true disney file would be able to notice <laughs> this is epcot. and i was like that's right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I haven't even been there in the 80s, and yet I still <laughs> recognize it. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, this movie came out 
was it the same year as Bill and Ted or uh, maybe it's 1988. It was the year so it's one year. But before. this movie feels like it came out 10 years before that. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie feels like it was made in 1974. <laughs> yeah, that that aquarium is also famous for being um, where Corey tries to um, interrupt a date that Topanga is having with another guy on their trip to Walt Disney World. And he mm-hmm. goes in there and he has like a sign uh, trying to get her attention when he's in the scuba tank. Uh, the other thing we learn about this aquarium is that it has the worst security of all time. <laughs> There's people yes. sneaking into the like backstage, uh, you know, pools every five seconds. It seems like. Yep, you can just jump up uh, on the I, I don't know what you call it over an aquarium, the catwalk, uh, yeah, platform where you uh, greet the dolphins. Anyone there there was that there. one time where she's like, "I need an outfit, or I need like a, a security costume." And then, yeah. like, there's four other times where they just walk in and no one says anything. So I'm like, okay, did you need that? I don't know. Yeah. Were you wanting to see more of, like, oh, shoot, I got water on myself and now I'm a mermaid again? <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> that confusing rule from the first movie? Okay, let's bring it back. <laughs> um. Yeah. What did you think about uh, there was there was a, a while here where I was really like, oh, God, like sh- sh- the 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 stuff they have in this movie about her being the perfect wife and all this stuff is. like, Oh, so yeah, bad. It's, it's really problematic all the way through. And I was like, oh, she of- has magic powers to, you know, watch her husband through the kitchen sink, <laughs> which I thought was so terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's very confusing because, yeah, they kind of go for like a more modern you know, 80s woman thing where they're like, yeah, you should have your own things to do. And like the leave it to beaver thing is bad. And, you know, like you should be independent. And the the overall lesson that he learns is that he, you know, should be caring about the stuff she cares about instead of just caring about himself. But the way it's done is so confusing that it just doesn't like. Yeah, it doesn't make you feel good that he like. And that then, he had a change of heart. It just. Yeah. Like, and then in yeah. the end, it is kind of just like, no, we're just going to do what I want to do. Like, I want to stay here. I, I don't want to go back to that boring island. Well, and I actually think a more convincing arc, if you can even call it that, was the arc <laughs> of um, Mrs. Hooten, Fern mm. Hooten, the uh, grocery guy that they're trying to get into business with and impress his wife. Um starts like scoping her out but then she actually like kind of just takes a liking to her because she's so dumb and innocent and then throughout the thing and then she decides to help her with the dolphin thing even though it really (laughs) has no benefit for her whatsoever (laughs) Uh, and then at the end she like you know even helps them break out and stuff and so i thought that was actually kind of nice um and not what i expected i expected I expected both older women to be the same, like that neighbor that kept trying to nab her or catch oh, yeah. them in the act of something. Yeah, I did. So. I did like some of those interactions between Mrs. Hooten and Madison because, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was funny to see, like, because Amy Asbeck is still like she's great. You know, we've seen her in other things. Yeah. Um, and it was fun just to see her take like almost everything someone says literally <laughs> and mm-hmm. like respond in like a. You know, I, I've been watching through like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and like respond in some of those mm. same type of ways where she like just yeah. clearly doesn't understand what she's saying or, you know, the in joke. Yeah. Some of the stuff it was like she didn't understand. Oh, the, the movie was also like called back to like her secret powers where they had to be like, remember, like when I watched all the stuff on TV and like, oh, yeah, that is the thing that I did. Yeah. And she does it again. To, she was yep. leave it to beaver. Like, yeah. Like well, and I about. think Mrs. Hooten, like the cool thing about her is that even when madison does crazy stuff she doesn't like ever like really balk or be mean or like uh make fun of her or anything she's just kind of like uh uh, okay like that i guess that's happening let's move on yeah i really liked uh that that first time that she like mrs hooten leaves uh madison's house and she's like this has been an experience yeah (laughs) i thought that was a funny line (laughs) where she's like yeah you could tell she's trying to be so polite like not be like what the fuck yeah <laughs> um so yeah salty um we find out that madison can also communicate telepathically with him and his mate who's in the ocean but only if she like goes to the ocean because she doesn't actually know where the mate is or something 
Yeah. I don't, I don't, I wasn't quite sure what was going on there. Yeah. I don't think the movie's quite sure. <laughs> anyway, his mate, um, whose name is probably Pepper. I'm just going to guess. Uh, <laughs> Pepper is pregnant. Hey. Oh, hey. Little baby coming. I, I like the, uh, you know, before she goes out to find the mate, there's that whole, uh, like, you know, outdoor dinner thing that they're having. Yeah, and she, she gets, yeah, she gets so upset and she screams in her like mermaid language and breaks everyone's cups. And then she has that whole moment where she's like, I just don't want to be here anymore. And then jumps off into the ocean, <laughs> which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, I, I, that, that part, you know, we were talking about the, the, the bad, you know, politics of, you know, all the stuff they're saying about like being a wife and like, Oh, you should be, mm-hmm. Oh, like when he's talking to her, like, uh, like, Oh no, you just have to work at it. You'll learn to be better at cooking and all this stuff. Like I was like, ugh. but I, I'm glad that she like stood up to him in that moment. Um, and that kind of made me, you know, have better feelings about her character in this movie. Yeah, and where I the movie that was that going. Fight that serious talk that they had was actually like pretty well acted by her, especially. Yeah. Um, you know, because she's she starts getting tears in her eyes and getting really upset, and like, it, you can really sympathize with her because she just wants like basic independence, and he like is such an asshole. I mean, he's got no. Oh man, yeah. Tom Hanks charm unfortunately no. for him like the whole thing was we said tom hanks's character was an asshole but he's tom hanks so you're kind of like ah, all right like this <laughs> yeah. guy is just an asshole i'm sorry <laughs> yeah he doesn't do a good tom hanks impression it's no not, no it's not working not working for me sorry guy whatever your name sorry, is sorry guy todd, yeah. todd wearing. wearing yeah i mean he the, went the on to be thing- in lots of things i'm sure he's a very he nice person and yeah, he did, actor. Yeah. And I, well, I mean, again, he's been given an impossible task here. Like, yes. Just be be, you know, like no one can replace these people. The mm-hmm. guy who plays the brother is fine, I guess. I, w- but... I saw he went on to play Santa Claus in an episode of Days of Our Lives or something. And always sunny. <laughs> yeah. I actually did. Uh, I was going to give you an over under on how many times do you think this guy played Santa Claus? Oh, I counted. I'm going to go over. Well, okay, okay. So wait, wait. So. If his first Santa appearance was this movie is what in eighty eight. He didn't start playing Santas until ninety seven. Yeah, you gotta so age with, into that. With yeah, that yeah. knowledge, how <laughs> many times do you think he has played Santa to date? Oh man. Uh I'm gonna say eight times. I'm gonna say sixteen times. Sixteen? Are, are you serious? Are you really saying sixteen? Because it's yeah. exactly sixteen. <laughs> wow you are just in tune to the santa casting agent yeah i can't believe it um i was gonna say 18 but when you said eight i was like no i'll knock knock two off that incredible job incredible job Uh, his first appearance fun fact as santa was in mary kate and ashley's christmas party chicken um (laughs) i know what you're doing uh yeah, so this guy was about he's he's what was he? He's eight eight years removed from being a Santa age, ten years removed. He's ten years away from Santa. Um the thing I got the most joy from watching this movie is all the fake dolphins that they use. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, but also and real how, dolphins and how not convincing they were. They yeah. were they were <laughs> it might have been like that they just like uh took the fake dolphins from like a ride or something and just like <laughs> like you know i feel like oh what if was there like a fake dolphin in the submarines before they changed it to Nina yeah, or something? Like, i don't yeah, know just, like, let's just use that one yeah yeah they didn't have submarines at walt disney world but i don't know what it was so fake like i'm pretty sure i've had dolphin toys that looked more realistic <laughs> than the dolphin that they put in the truck it was bad. Yeah, but then at the end when they're dumping him in the ocean, it looked like they were dumping in a real dolphin there. But yeah, then it came back to life all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. Which I was like, the, oh my then, God. Then I was like, you know what? I'd rather it be fake because this now makes me feel uncomfortable yeah. because of how the rest of this movie has been handled. I do not trust them with a live dolphin. Yeah. Well, and we, we've seen, you know, we've seen Free Willy, so we know that this is like part of the thing they have to do they have to put him in this like sling and put him on a yeah. truck and everything and i know the orcas are a lot bigger but they always had like hoses and mist and they were like yeah. this poor dolphin <laughs> has to go in the back of a closed like rental van from u-haul and like 
they're kind of putting towels on him, but they didn't even bother <laughs> to get like there was any one kind bucket. of receptacle of water. Yeah, like a bucket, some bottles. And then they spill the water on her. And then he wastes a bunch of time drying her <laughs> off so that she won't have her tail anymore when he should be tending to the dolphin. And I'm like, who cares if she has her tail right now? You're in a truck. Nobody can see. Like, yeah, but Elis, they, dolphin. it lets them do the hilarious gag of uh, Amy Aspect being like, no, help me. No, no help Salty. No, no help me. No, help Salty. And like, you know, wasn't that hilarious? No, because they only should have helped Salty. <laughs> I know it wasn't funny at all. And they drive for seemingly like six hours or something before. <laughs> I love that. They're like, okay, they, they, they get out and they're like, Oh my God, we're totally lost. And Alan is like, I don't know, Madison, can you sense where the ocean is? <laughs> You've been hiding secret powers this whole time. Why not? You must be able to sense the ocean, right? I mean, I also can sense where the ocean is. It's called having a general sense of direction for the state <laughs> that you live in. And like, I'm not that familiar with the East Coast, but if you have lived in New York and New Jersey your whole life and they started in New Jersey, yeah. wouldn't you know where the ocean is? It can't possibly yes. be that far from that aquarium, right? Yeah, they're also no. clearly really close to it. Like she jumped in from that country club. Like I'm sure they know yeah, where the ocean is. Yeah, just drive to the country club. <laughs> yeah. Instead, they drive all night and then and the next scene, it's like, wow, it's done. And we still have the dolphin. I thought for sure, like that dolphin's dead, man. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> they're not going to keep alive in that truck for six yeah. hours. No, like they had to be like adjacent. <laughs> like it had to be like across the street from the water, from the ocean. Yeah. And they drove the totally wrong way. <laughs> uh, just you mentioning the East Coast and everything else reminded me of the moment when they decide to go back to the mainland and they're swimming. And there's a point where he kisses a, like yes, a rusty yeah, license. What was that like, about? <laughs> I was Does wondering that, that same something? thing. No, I think it was just supposed to be like a New York. I think it was supposed to be a joke and that like, ah, like the water's off New Jersey or like are uh, oh. not clean or something. I was like, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like ah, New York City, like mwah, trash. I know. I was like, are we supposed to be like, oh, yes, this is the car I crashed in the first <laughs> movie uh that never happened so i was like what? yeah i had no idea what that was about i thought maybe you guys would know and no it was just no, i think it was just weird i do th i think it was just a joke i think it was they, they thought that that was funny it was awkward Not insane yeah and i felt like i felt like oh god i can't imagine the director being like yeah and oh no while you guys are swimming why don't you just like swim up to this thing and kiss it it'll be it'll be really funny people think it's cute <laughs> we got you underwater let's film it did you read in the Wikipedia that uh, Amy Aspect, she had to be underwater an hour at a time, like Ugh. in that suit and everything? That's crazy. Crazy. And it looks so much worse than the original one, too. Yeah. It looks so much more fake. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't look good. <sighs> well, um, yeah, and we already talked about the Bill Cosby thing, but, you know, one thing in the first movie is that everybody was white. There were no like black people what's or any ethnic people really whatsoever uh this one is the same except we get these like kind of strange jokes like the bill cosby joke and then later we get a joke about oprah where oh, right freddie is kind of like what i can watch oprah like she's a woman isn't she and i'm like <laughs> What? Like I'm, I get that he's trying to say that he'll watch any TV show that has women on it because he's a like a Lothario. Yeah. But if you're talking about Oprah and there's no other black, it just sounds really wrong and inappropriate and not cool. Um, and then there is one black actor who plays the security guard. I yep. did see a black couple at the country club. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that that's in and but of that's itself. not really that. Yeah, I just kind of was like, oh, they probably put them there just to make it look good. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. So yeah, other um, actor stuff. So you talked about one person that comes back from the original movie. Yes, indeed. <laughs> the one, the one joke that we just couldn't get enough of. We had to bring her back. <laughs> yeah. So funny. <laughs> So so funny. Uh, the the secretary that had been at the company forever uh, is struck by lightning. Mrs. Struck by lightning. Yep, that they made that they made fun of her. Uh, she's back and is the same actress, and it's confusing. And she's back to do more of the same shtick that was not funny in the first. She place. didn't even she didn't even notice that all the actors changed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
Uh, and the character of Mrs. Stimler is played uh, by Dodie Goodman. And a fun sequel fact about her is that she's also one of the only actors that comes back to Grease 2 from <gasps> Grease. Oh, that's amazing. Mm, another twofer for us at some point. Yeah, someday. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, I did the one joke that I thought was legitimately funny in this movie uh, was when uh, Alan shows up for the first time uh, at the produce company and his brother's in the meeting and he walks in. He kind of saves the meeting and he's fully dressed in the produce company's like clothes. Mm. And then they go downstairs and one of the workers is just standing there like in his underwear. And he's like, can I get my clothes back? <laughs> because apparently he came straight from the ocean and asked the guy to like, like the Terminator, like, give me your clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, that guy who had no clothes was Joey Travolta. So that's another Grease connection. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's so funny. Like actual relation to John Travolta? Yes, yeah, it's oh. his brother. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think we almost hit everything. And I know they have that whole dinner sequence where he goes under the table, Howard. He's under the table. Yeah. Just, I mean, I it just got, felt I like you, such a ripoff of like, <laughs> I dream of Janie or that other one. And, you know, like, yeah. yep. and then he's like, Hide your powers. Make sure we don't order what he's eating as like a, you know, a I'll have what he's <laughs> not. having. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll have anything other than what he's having. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. The neighbor, the neighbor that is like trying to catch them the whole time was kind of dumb. And she, she called the cops once and, they, the cops. Yeah, and I'm like, how like unsexy is your life that you see two people in the pool being like, no, don't, <laughs> and be like, he's murdering yeah. her. Let me call like all the cops. And There's then a, a whole murder. squad of cops show up, and none of them can tell that she has a mermaid tail when they're standing right there. I feel like they would have seen it. <laughs> nobody in this one finds out that she's a mermaid, right? Like nobody actually. Nobody actually puts that together. They're like, even the neighbor is like, no, even Fern doesn't find out. Yeah. yeah. Nobody finds out. Nobody. Finds so, out. so yeah, we get to the end and they're all on this dock and they see salty off and the mate comes and they're like, Oh, he's found his mate. Yay. And then like two seconds later, they're like, he's already had the baby. Oh, baby dolphin. Oh, it's so cute. And I'm like, where's like the blood and the placenta and like the, the labor. And like, I know it happens pretty fast for dolphins. I don't think it's that fast. Well, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think like, Oh, they had the baby right there. I thought like, Oh, the baby had happened while they were waiting to make him escape or whatever. But when, uh, when, when they say that, like they had the baby, I, I don't know. It looked to me like there was someone holding up like a baby dolphin, like toy <laughs> and like, like making it look like it's jumping. Like, look, there's a baby. Cause there's, there's no way they had a baby dolphin there. I would. Hope. I mean, they have the, that aquarium. They probably could have brought out whoever and just put a mat behind That's it. True. But, oh, it was. Yeah. And then at this, like the this final joke I actually did think was funny, but like it doesn't make up for all we've been through. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, he's basically just like, wait a minute. How do mermaids have babies? And she's like, oh, you'll see. <laughs> and like just the way the actress did it, I thought was just really funny because she's like, you'll find out. She's like they consume <laughs> their mates and lay eggs in their carcasses. <laughs> Oh, uh, that made me. That reminded me of one other like miniature lore thing that we hear. Uh, there's a moment where she says something like, "We went through Neptune's wedding ceremony." Or oh something. yeah! So I was like, "Oh shit, Neptune!" Yeah. Ne- Neptune was like the uh, officiate officiant at their wedding, and they have these like small little like white wedding rings. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice yeah. that either. And um. Yeah, there's no mention. I mean, I guess it just never makes sense. We never find out why the like rum springa rules are no longer <laughs> in effect. Because sequel movie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I like, uh, and also I don't think I like how this ends up. Like I don't. I don't like that she decides that uh, you know she likes living on land in a house with Alan. I don't no. see after all she's gone through in this movie. I don't see why she would be like, yeah, let's do it. 
Yeah, I, mean, I don't get it either. I mean, and like, well, I, I guess maybe they could be like, well, we'll make the pool salt water, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And like she has a friend now and she, I guess she's going to what continue to be like a a criminal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's the other thing, too. I mean, I'm all for letting the dolphin go. But like the military was chasing them at the end of the last movie <laughs> and they escaped by apparently faking his death is what you kind of hear from Freddie is that they say that he died. And then this time they steal this dolphin and like what, there's no repercussions for that. Like, I feel like they'll get out of it because of the video of the doctor saying he was going to like cut open the dolphin and use its brain. Cause yeah, that was but clearly it's still a bad like thing. Robbery, you know, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't they know. might get some lenient sentence. <laughs> I just was like that, that there is that scene at the country club before they have their big fight where Alan is explaining how humans are sometimes like, uh, just let me know if you need anything. I'll, I'll anything you want. I'll help you out. And, but they don't really mean it. And, and, yeah. and like her hearing that and him trying to explain that, I was just like, Oh my God. Like people are so off. I, I agree with her. Like, I don't think I like people. Like that's a terrible thing yeah. that people do. His explain be like, Oh yeah. You know, if someone asks like, Hey man, how you doing? And I just, you know, had a bad day. And then I'm not going to say that. <laughs> like, what are you going to say? Oh, I'm cool. I think that's like a really interesting topic and yeah. Yeah. for them to have yeah. that we all, you know, go through. And it's, it's kind of like, one of those things that comes up whenever there's like a robot movie or an alien movie <laughs> yeah. or even someone from mm-hmm. another culture where they don't do that thing that we do, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it's, it would have been interesting had they like actually looked into it more and like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that there's a, you, you need to learn to be polite is what he says. Yeah. Like, yeah. You need to be politeness. And, and it's about like all of that. Yeah. It's, that's a far more interesting thing. And people do suck. Like go live with your turtle. And at the end, I think she says like she, she likes to learn is what she says. Uh, yeah. As Ugh. for why she wants to stay <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. And there's just never a point where he's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. We need to be polite to not hurt people's feelings, but also, we need to like tell our truth and like speak up our, you know, like what you would teach a child. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't get that, and she does somehow. I feel like they should have worked out some sort of like dual custody. Uh, we'll visit the ocean for a year and then come back and then go back. But he should never... have got fins, and they should just yeah. live in underwater Atlantica utopia that we saw before. We also never yep. get really get any sense uh we never really get any sense that she has any family in the ocean other than salty was there at her birth oh. <laughs> that dolphin's real old uh unless uh you know people mermaids age differently or something but but yeah we never get a sense of her like leaving behind her family or anything like we don't know what that's about at all i'm sure her parents are like why are you living on that island with tom hanks you know Todd yeah. wearing, wearing, it'd be yeah. fine if it was Todd. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I actually do think that Amy Yazbek was very good, yes. and with considering what she was given, uh, I did not miss Daryl Hannah as much as I missed Tom Hanks because yeah. I think yep. Amy Yazbek did a much better job than the guy and yep. John Candy. Yeah, yeah, sad. Uh, well, Tyler, you want to uh, you want to give us a rating? We got a rating yeah. system. How many cold glasses of frozen orange juice concentrate Ooh. did you give Splash to? Um, you know, I think uh, I'm trying to decide here. From the classic scene in the movie where she asks if she if they want frozen orange juice and she just pours the concentrate <laughs> into a cup. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, I don't remember this part. Um, I think I would give it. I'm d- debating between three and four, honestly. I don't oh, know. look That's at you. High. Go three. <laughs> yeah, I'll go three. I, I think I had written it down as a four, but now I'm like the more. Oh my God, Justin. It. Well, I was like, you know, I was ready to just be like, this movie is totally terrible completely. But then like, you know, I feel like it addresses, like we were talking about, it addressed some of the concerns I had a little bit about, uh, you know, the whole build up of her being the perfect wife and needing to learn how to be in the kitchen and the kitchen's the perfect place for you. Um, <laughs> and so I was ready to totally be like, what the fuck? They, they just went with that. Like, but at least she, she gets to have some agency and they have like, you know, a very adult conversation about it. And then I do think that Alan, you know, 
even though it seems like he kind of begrudgingly <laughs> learns to like, you know, agree to, uh, you know, feel like her, what she has going on is just as important as what he has going on. Um, and so I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I think a three, the movie's not very good, but also, I don't know if they would have just like done a full recast and just retold the story that probably would have been equally as bad, but maybe I don't yeah. know. it's kind of sh- I, I was a little bit shocked, honestly, that they decided to continue the story with all new people. <laughs> so should have been the merman. Yeah. Right. Falls in love with an earth woman. Yeah. That's right. They're not earth. They're both from earth. A, a <laughs> human woman, <laughs> but yeah, three. Okay. Well, that's very nice of yeah. you. Um, I, you know, I'm sure that there is some sort of thesis to be discussed here about the lost art of the low budget television movie, like made for TV movie, because it's definitely not like a thing anymore. Like made for TV movies are pretty much the same quality as most movies nowadays. Yeah. Um, it's just more of like a subject matter difference, I guess. But anyway, um, I don't if this is an example of what there was I don't really mourn that <laughs> the passing of this <laughs> genre yeah. or or you know type of production but anyway um I am going to give it a, a 2 just because of the quality is or two glasses of orange juice concentrate the quality is just so bad and <laughs> Um, yeah, just, you know, sequel sin of, of recasting everybody. And it's just very, it's a very strange decision. There's so much to mine in mermaid human, you know, things. There's so many things you could have done. And the fact that they chose just go back to these same characters is really strange. Um, but I don't, I won't, I won't go all, all the way down to like a one or anything because I saved that for like the truly morally reprehensible movies. And while this had some minor offenses, it, was mainly you know kind of harmless and i do think that amy yazbeck put forth quite an admirable effort yeah i'm also going to give it two glasses of frozen orange juice concentrate i think that it was i it was an insane decision to focus on the produce business as (laughs) the thing to bring back i still can't get over it also just kind of erasing the mythology of everything uh that that gave the first movie it's drama of her having to make the choice and which world to live in and and choosing to be together and and the fun of that of just like running away and you know i'll just figure out my life with this person and then you know four years later it's like no i'm bored of this like i want to go back it's like okay well fuck you like i like you can breathe underwater i give you magic powers (laughs) (laughs) but you want to go wear a suit okay um yeah, I, I just it, it found it just poor choices all around. But uh, uh, no, no, but that's it. I think. Yeah, I think for, for me, like I, I now I feel like I have to defend the reason why I gave it a slightly higher. I, I feel like I trended towards a slightly higher number just because I was like, I wasn't actively like hating the movie while I watched it. I was just kind of like, eh, it's just kind of like a meh movie. Not that great. Um I do feel like it's maybe the kind of movie where they're like, you know, maybe for someone splash two is where they know Amy Asbeck and maybe they have fond memories of watching that movie when they were, uh, you know, on TV or something when it was first out. Cause I feel like, yeah, I feel like we've seen so many other movies that are like so actively terrible and make me hate them. And this one, yeah. I didn't have those feelings. I was just kind of like, eh, you know, I was happily not paying attention during certain parts, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I but I, I, I probably disliked it a little more than you did. Yeah, so it yeah. all pans out. Yeah, that's fine. Cause you know what? That means we're done with splash. There's done no splash for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. They, they're always talking. I think, you know, uh, they're always talking about, um, bringing it back, uh, in some sort of remake. And I honestly am a little bit surprised that there hasn't been, yeah, another remake or something, or even like yeah, there there's a sequel TV show. It's called Sense Eight. <laughs> That's right. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl like, Hannah is there. I feel like this is also like might be the same character. We don't know that she's not. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm like, there's not really any songs in the first movie, but I feel like this movie has the potential to be turned into a musical for some reason like that i get that yeah. feeling well like, no why it's, hasn't it's be- called it's called the lure and just watch it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's true you oh, should I watch love that movie i, I love that movie about yeah, that. It's so good <laughs> but i was talking about like a broadway musical or something i'm yes. surprised it hasn't <laughs> that's, that's a deep cut surprised yeah. it hasn't been op- optioned for something like that 
the lure. Yeah, go watch the lure instead of this. Very good. Yeah. Don't watch it with your parents, but watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's going to bring us to the end of Splash. No more Splash. No more Splash. Splashes. Splash also. Splash. Right up. Uh, right. So are we going to announce what we got going coming up next week for we will. our dedicated Well, listeners? let me first uh, say that you should email us. Uh, rights at gmail.com and find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Did it that time at Sequel Rights. <laughs> uh, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, five stars goes a long way. Thanks. And you know what, you guys? Uh, the other day I ordered a pumpkin spice latte. We're getting right into the fall times, October coming up here, getting into the spooky Halloween season. So, you know what that means here on Sequel Rights? We got to get into some horror. Uh, we get into horror throughout the year, but we definitely have to do it now. And up next, we're going to be talking about the five uh, film Phantasm series from Don Coscarelli. Uh, I am excited to talk about these movies. It's going to be really fun. I- I've only seen the first one, so I- we're in for the ride for the rest of them. Yes. I'm going in blind. I know oh. nothing. Oh, man. Well, hopefully the sphere doesn't get you. Uh, Anyways, uh, (laughs) we'll see you guys next week when we kick off our series on Phantasm.